and gentlemen, I have been several times to a campsite in West Virginia where you can witness one of nature's cruelest phenomena. Up in the magnolia trees there are large caterpillars crawling slowly with numerous white specks scattered over their bodies. These specks are baby wasps. As they mature they continue to consume the body of the caterpillar. You are now in the world of extreme parasites, also known as parasitoids. The key feature is that the parasite is able to alter the victim's behavior. In the case of the caterpillar, it is almost a willing partner. It does not try to stop the wasp. In the evolutionary beginning, we can speculate the parasite captures the victim in a crude or primitive manner. As generations go by and evolution continues, the parasite's control becomes more refined. Obviously, for the parasite, this is the perfect situation. Victims are willing and eager. The thing that strikes me most forcefully is that there is no consent. It's a rape, it's a murder, it's enslavement, it's kidnapping, it's sexual trafficking. You would not expect victims to agree to this arrangement, but they do. In my cynical reading of the K-12 situation, the schools are full of destructive theories and methods. Why? Because the people at the top know what they want, which is muddled, ineffective education. But this is not some random arrangement that's easy to get. The people at the top have their agenda, their motives, their plans and plots. In short, they can induce the necessary degree of dependency. Somewhat parallel to how drug dealers create dependent customers. The community accepts and then works to sustain the very things that are most dangerous to the community. Everyone is dumbed down, but no one complains very much. The news here is that our professors are really good at this exploitation. The community leaders and the students all participate willingly in their own degradation. That's why we see shades of parasitology. Remember that these people are not working for nothing. There is a vast amount of money moving around as professors are promoted and earn awards and publishing deals and appearance fees. For the money, there is the century-long tradition of using the schools to indoctrinate children along the lines recommended by John Dewey and other progressives. There is another funny little aspect here. The main doctrine pushed by John Dewey was called cooperative learning. Nothing mattered more than a classroom where all the children get along and don't argue. So this is an advanced stage of cooperative learning where everyone agrees to make the professors ever more powerful. Even as the students, parents, and teachers become less powerful. We could discuss this all day long, but still you will be struck by the passivity of the people in this part of our society. You can see from all the records, all the test scores, that the schools are getting dumber each year. You can see 
also that the teachers and the people at the top are quite comfortable in the role of people who dumb down other people. Every aspect of this social contract should be discussed and renegotiated. People shouldn't give their consent to something that's making everyone dumber. Americans should not be so cooperative when the whole point of the project is to make the society ever more dumber. Thank you. Overview. Let's fix education. Explore seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, If we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.